0: What is up, ladies and gentle nerds? It's your boy Graham, also known as HamHawks42 on the internet, and today we are looking at a less random magic card, although recently we've been doing some pretty specific ones, so... Eh, I guess we're going to continue that trend. This this one actually um, is a special shout out to M-A-C. I don't know exactly if I'm pronouncing, if I need to pronounce it out or if it just should just be Mac. So Mac, thank you so much for the kind words on YouTube. I really appreciate it, my friend. We are just getting this channel off the ground and every little bit helps. So thank you for feeding the algorithm. And on request, we have Spreading Rot from Ixalan. So this is a sorcery. It is a common. Destroy target land. Its controller loses two life. That is a really fun effect because, well, it's not fun for your opponents. However, this particular one costs five. So it's one of those situations. It costs four and a black. So in a mod, so it's, okay, first off, it's splashable. You only need one black mana to cast it. So it can fit into a lot of different situations, and it also works really, really well in, I'd imagine in limited it would be an awesome tempo play on your opponent, because, um, well, I suppose actually by the time you get to, to five lands in limited, there's a really good chance that you're going to be playing whatever's in your hand, but if they have a nice, you know, five or six drop, if they're like building up to a Carnage Tyrant or something like that, because we're already dealing with Ixalan, um all of a sudden this has an opportunity to just shut that down, or at least stutter that advancement pretty hard. Also, it's really great if your opponent has only one land of a particular color. So if it's a three-color kind of situation, um, and they're trying to trying to splash for something, this can just completely shut that down, especially in the early game. And again, in in limited, well, early game, it's it's five drop on its own. So I gotta say that that works. Um, I do appreciate the general design philosophy around land destruction. Nowadays, land destruction um, costs at least four. Like, it just, it has to. Like, there are no cards that I can think of that can destroy a land um, on turn, well, or that can destroy a land that cost three. I was about to say on turn three, but with things like Arboreal Grazer, turn three is the new turn five, so that's not really a good example. Yeah, anyway. So with Spreading Rot, the fact that it costs five, you really need to commit to it. So I wouldn't really run this unless it was in a situation where it's, you know, it's in the limited, maybe I don't have a lot of good removal, and if I know there is a particularly pesky land out there, so if there is a rare land that could really mess up my deck strategy. Now, I don't know Ixalan super well, although actually now that I think about it, Ixalan had the flip lands. Um, Ixalan had those lands like... Um, like Dowsing Dagger, that would turn into, I think it was Lost Veil. Vale. Um, and I believe the Journey Journey to Eternity was in Ixalan as well. Um, that turned into Atsul, the Cave of Eternity, which I mentioned on a previous episode. So all of a sudden, you do have... Oh, not to mention there's also the... Uh, what was it? Um, I can't believe I'm forgetting the name of it. But the the enchantment that would end up flipping into, um, into a Legendary Land, too. Never mind. Okay, so... In a normal, like in in most sets, I would look at Spreading Rot and just be like, eh, it's just too expensive, it's just not very good. However, Ixalan had a lot of really powerful lands that could do incredible things. And your opponent had to jump through some hoops to get them online. Um, Escanta, Journey to Escanta, that was the one. Uh, man, I was rifling through the index. I remember, like, you were outraged at this card a while back on Arena. What was it? And it's like, I oh, had yeah, Journey to Escanta, no. Search for Escanta. Search for Esconta. And it became Esconta. That card was insane. Like the amount of value that people could get off of that was absolutely bonkers. And um and so those enchantments turning into legendary lands, like it's almost like a planeswalker alting in kind of their own way. Like when those things transformed, the effects that their controller would get were just awesome. Some of the stuff that they were capable of doing is just bonkers and so the idea with spreading rot being able to knock those out and in all likelihood they're probably not going to be online until turn five anyway and so if somebody finally gets their search for as flipped over you can just boom destroy it right away i mean in ixalan limited well and the other thing about that is like a lot of those flip lands you know the cards that flip into lands are the rares like those are the big bombs that people are building around and so to be able to knock those out right when they go online that's actually pretty fantastic um, so I can appreciate that there's definitely something to be said for it only thing I wish it was an instant the fact that it's a sorcery mild bummer but at the same time I can't really blame them um, because that at instant speed actually you could do things where um, you if they were waiting to play spells until their post-combat main phase, you could blow up their lands during combat um, to prevent them from getting access to that mana in the turn, which would be a real jerk move. Um, Yeah, but at the same time, it would be a clever way to leverage it if it was an instant, but wizards in... Their Wisdom? Anyway, Wizards decided that wasn't the case here, and that makes sense. Um, You know, if you had access to that, I would put this as probably an Uncommon. Like, if this was the exact same card, except it was an Instant, I'd say this should be an Uncommon at that point. Um, And and that's the situation where, like, in Limited, it could be really good because of the Limited it's in. Which is great. Like, that means that it's designed well, frankly. Because Wizards really focuses on the Limited game when they're creating the sets. Cool. That means that they they hit the nail on the head with this one. Um, And the context is so important because... If this was in any other set, like if this was in Ikoria, I would look at that and go, what is this? Why is this here? Like, this is trash. You should never select this. Like, you should never pick this. But in Ixalan, it becomes a conditional removal spell that has an opportunity to really eliminate a bomb. Now, it is situational. Um, You know, I would love if this had cycling, but alas, it does not have cycling. Um, or any other way to really get value out of it, um, aside from, I guess that's, the the two life loss does mean that it, I mean, that, it's not uncommon for a game of limited to come down to two life. It's not uncommon. So to be, you know, it's one of those things, if you top deck this and your opponent isn't running any particularly special lands, just being able to blow up one of their forests or whatever, and just killing them, well, you know, hitting them for the two, um, There's nothing wrong with that. Like, that is a viable strategy, or that is a situation you may find yourself in. It's not really a strategy. That's just a circumstance. Um, Yes, and circumstances are not strategies. Mm Mm-hmm. Fun fact. You learn something new every day around here, let me tell you. I'm tired. We're getting wacky. Anyway, so this is Spreading Rot from Ixalan. So, Mac, thank you for pointing me in this direction. This is actually deeper than I expected to go on this, um, because when I first looked at it, it was kind of like, hmm, okay. You know, I was like, there's got to be something here. You know, what is it about this card that makes it special? And realizing the limited that it was a part of is really clutch. Like, the context really makes this card sing. And that's cool. I can respect that. Also, we do have some flavor text. Because the the rule text itself only takes up two lines. doesn't even take up two whole lines. So what is the flavor text? What is this foul presence that defies the sun's cleansing rays? And that is... Uh, attributed to Itzama the Crested. All right. I mean, foul presence that defies the sun's cleansing rays, that sounds like... Well, that sounds like spreading rot. That sounds like corruption. And the other thing that I find really striking about the artwork for this particular image, or for this particular card, the picture is of clearly like a lush jungle, um, except in the very center are a lot of stalks what appear to be trees or what were trees, like withered down and blackened. And that alone, like if I were to just... uh, That alone, okay, it's spreading rot. It fits. But the thing that really makes this image sinister I, at just off to the right in the image, there is a, what appears to be a puff of smoke rising up out of these withered trees. Like, if, if I were to see the image with no context, especially at, like, magic card size, I would have assumed that this was the aftermath of a fire. However, again, context is key. Looking at the name, Spreading Rot... And then looking at the trees themselves, you can see they're withered and pulled down and blackened. But they don't appear to be burned. They're not ashen. And then you can see, so that little cloud of smoke, what is that? It's not smoke. If it's rot, then what we're probably dealing with is mold spores and Anyone who has ever had moisture issues in their basement can tell you that is terrifying. Like, the amount of mold uh, that must be growing out of this rotting portion of the jungle is really alarming. And the fact that it's rising into the air. So where's it going next? That's intriguing. I like that. Um, Yeah, and the name, spreading rot. So it's this... It's clearly, like, the artwork is depicting that. Or the moment right before the wind catches it and carries it off to wherever it is going to set up its next um, its next home. That's, like, that's surprisingly sinister. The more I think about it, the more kind of... Uh, that kind of gives me the wheelies. Um, and I can appreciate that. Like, that's really well done. The one thing about the name... Although, actually, hmm. So, mechanically, the one thing that I had issues with here is that it doesn't... Um, there's no kind of chain effect. Like, it doesn't destroy their land and they to destroy one of yours. Or, um, you know, there's nothing where you could, like, pay extra and have it destroy multiple lands. Anything like that. Which is for the best. Because that kind of an effect would be really upsetting and really just... Really difficult to balance in a way that would be playable. So I'm glad they didn't go with that aspect of spreading. But the fact that it destroys the land and then also leeches your opponent's life away. That is a way in which the Rot is spreading from their mana sources that they were drawing power from. The Rot is actually spreading from their lands into the Planeswalkers themselves. That's freaking cool. I like that a lot. That is an interesting twist on this um, that isn't readily apparent right when you first look at it. Because I assume, okay, the rod is in the jungle, it's spreading throughout the jungle, but it's like, no. If if a mage wants to call upon this part of the world in order to draw power, it will hurt them. I like that. I like that a lot, actually. like That's a really impressive and very subtle um, use of the mechanics of the game along with the flavor of the card. I, I think that's lovely. I, I get a really big kick out of that. Um, so yeah, this one, much like the Keldon Marauders that we recently touched on, when I first looked at this, I thought, eh, it's, eh, there might be a place for it, I guess. But the more I look at it, the more I like it. So yeah, Mac, thank you so much for bringing this to my attention. Um, and again... Thank you for the, the likes and the comments. Now, if you are out there listening to this, either on your favorite podcast app or on YouTube, and you would like to request a card, I'm always open. Please don't hesitate to shoot me a message over on Twitter, at Hox42, um, or stop on over by my Twitch channel, uh, twitch.tv slash 42 I also keep an eye on the YouTube comments, so that is a good place to post something, uh, and I will find it. Um, I, I can't monitor every single podcast, catcher out there so if you do want to leave a review leave a comment subscribe tell your friends i would greatly appreciate it because all of that matters um and i do appreciate all of that if you do leave a review and a comment on your podcast Podcatcher of choice um i can't guarantee i'm going to see it but youtube twitch um, even discord which there's a link in the in the uh show notes if you want to have a conversation with me that lasts a little bit longer anyway thanks so much for hanging out you're the best